Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. When Tyreek Hill left the roster, I put Kansas City third in the AFC West. They have two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours, and four sevens in this draft. That's a lot of picks. Brett's building this thing back uh, to where we feel comfortable so that we can go win on Sundays. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom, and welcome to the latest Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, it's been a while since we last spoke. I think our last uh, episode might even have been the live draft and kind of life and various other things have conspired to keep us apart. But we are back now, and with me tonight is Neil. Hello. And a very special guest, Arrowhead Pride's own Emmy Award winning... So Brad Child. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Brad, the Brit Chief Simcox is here with us. How are we doing? We're good, man. Yeah, good. Good to have you back on. I mean, this is this is your. I don't know how many new listeners we've, we've had in the last couple of years, but this is this is your old stomping ground. Yes, it is. Yeah, and and it's safe to say as well that you don't ever see Tom and myself in the same room together. So we may actually be the same person. That's a scary thought. I'm trying to think yeah. how, much, how much must I have drunk in Newcastle? <laughs> a lot. A well, lot. Yeah, I'm just trying to think back. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I could have you on. Uh, how's things? Brilliant, mate. Really good. Really enjoying life at the minute. I bet you yeah, with an Emmy Award in your uh, shelf there. <laughs> Do you know what? That was, yeah, that was phenomenal. That was just the icing on the cake. After everything that we've all been through over the last two three seasons to have that uh emmy award uh, it's a contributor award it's not the actual kind of full statue you get but it's a contributor award because obviously we were on that tom and i were on that legion of zoom um kind of documentary video on youtube on the chiefs youtube site and um it was it won an emmy and believe it or not we 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 got recognized for it as well which was just like i said it was just the icing on the cake with everything that went on i actually watched that on the train home on the way home this evening Did you? and <laughs> one thing that struck me is that mccall hardman is the only one of the legion of zoom left yeah do you know what i've I watched it twice today <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're right it's it is surreal watching that back now and thinking god that that's it that you know, we don't have Sammy anymore. We don't have Robinson anymore. We don't have Hill anymore. Um, you know, because at one stage, Tyreek says like, "Oh, I just want to play football with these guys for the rest of my life. I hope we stay together." And they're like, "Oh, that didn't age well." Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that was a bit of a, yeah, that was a bit of pill to swallow. I think when uh, when he said that, especially when, like you said, you you expect a player like that, that the chief, one of the Chiefs' star players, to actually stay a Chief. For the rest of his days don't you i mean especially with everything that you know the fan base and the organization stuck by him with you think he's going to be indebted to them for the rest of his days surely and you know he's he's gone he's 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 found miami and he's he's making sure that he's settling in there and he's coining it in at the same time good on him good on him yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i think we'd all do the same wouldn't we if we yeah, offered yeah, 30 million a year or something we'd do it I mean, that, that's, I think that in general, I think sports fans have a weird relationship with sports 
men. That sounds weird. Mm. Uh, like we don't. I don't. I think we yeah. assume because we follow a team so closely, and we're so invested in what they do, and we get so invested in the players. We. It's so easy for us to assume they feel the same. At the end of the day, it's just their job. It's a business. Yeah, exactly. Like if someone. Listen, uh, I'll put this out. I don't know how many asset managers in Edinburgh or or in Florida are listening, but I will I will jump for thirty million a year. <laughs> I am available for thirty million a year. Hey, if Arrowhead Pride come back, <laughs> thirty million a year—that would be good. Yeah, would I'm, be good. I'm just saying that that's a starting number, right? We can talk, yeah. but you know, negotiations. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, you see what likes of Orlando Brown can 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 put out there without even having an agent, you know? Yeah. Who knows? It's worth a shot. Th- is thirty million your minimum? Your minimum is it? No, no, no. That's just where we'll start. That's just where we'll start. Oh, it's just where you'll start, right? Okay. Yeah, we'll start talking. We will meet somewhere in in the middle, closer to the number I'm on right now, which is not thirty million, I can guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about uh, my tax man might be listening. I don't have a tax man. I, don't. <laughs> I just that's, that's just the government, right? Um, anyway, we um, we thought we'd get together um, to chat a bit about the recently announced Kingdoms Unite Tour. Um, we probably teased it a little bit and we've kind of always hinted at something that we'd like to do. And and certainly when Tom and Brad sort of passed our heads abroad on making sure that we got back was always, was always the one thing that I wanted to achieve. Um, obviously, we'd have been sooner than now, but the world etc um but we're going so we're booked we're booked yes um we're going week five this year monday night football chiefs versus raiders um october the 10th so we've picked a good one i think i think so. should be it should be a good game um i think for me uh going prime time early in the season so it might not be under too many lights but I think a nighttime game at Arrowhead certainly one to t- tick off the bucket list. Um, yeah, so at the moment we've got, I think between 12, 15, 16 folks kind of signed up, some travelling with us as such, some already out there on various other trips, but it should be really good. Um, we went, or I say we went, Arrowhead Abroad went previously in 2017, so we thought we'd get Brad on, who was on the trip, to talk about it. Yeah, and ho- hopefully encourage as many other people to sign up as possible. Yeah, I mean, you, you're right. I mean, it, it's it's strange to think that uh, looking back at 2017, you know, the, the the faces have changed quite a bit, haven't they, as well? Because <laughs> uh, you know, when we went over last time in 2017, I mean, if you, if you are thinking about going, do it. You've you've got to do it. The, Arrowhead is an experience that you you cannot miss and you will never get it anywhere else and 2017 on a a monday night as well oh monday night night football football is just different it is it's louder as well that that's that's the thing that i found on that because you i mean take it for instance in in football in this country right you can go to a football match here and you can think it's loud yeah you can go to you know some of the great stadiums you know um i don't know Old Trafford, well, Old Trafford's a bad one, really, because they just eat like prawn sandwiches, don't they? They don't really get in behind <laughs> the team. But you know, like um, you know, St James's Park, 
Newcastle, obviously that's a loud one. Um, you know, you've, you've got obviously the ones in Scotland, uh, Rangers and Celtic, they get loud. I mean, that gets that's probably how I would probably say is quite similar to the atmosphere what it is at Arrowhead without the hatred. <laughs> well, to be fair, listen, we're going, we're going for Raiders, so you know. Well, yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be quite an intense game. So, um, but yeah, going back to 2017, we we flew out because uh, we were playing against the then um, Washington Redskins, but they obviously are now the the Commanders, and uh, it was a Monday night football game, and it was a lot of us. It was our real first time either being in the country, never mind actually going to an actual game. So you know, um, it was my first trip to America my first trip to Arrowhead, I was ticking a lot of bucket lists off as I went, you know, and it was, the the Chiefs couldn't do enough for us. It was it was such a surreal experience that we, we felt like we were the VIPs uh, in Kansas City. Wherever we roamed, you know, wherever we went, whatever was planned, there was something that was, that was there to entertain us. And the Chiefs were very much involved in that. Um, I mean, we went to the World War One. Uh, monument um, just opposite obviously Union Station and that was that was a surreal thing as well because that's like a national museum that's like a you know you don't get that anywhere else in America the World War One Museum is in Kansas City and that's the only one that you'll you'll ever need to go to um, and it was unbelievable the amount of stuff they've got in there and the stories that they could tell in that as well it was brilliant and again it was all pretty much like we had a VIP kind of uh, you know, walk around and tour of it and everything. Uh, went up the up the uh, up the monument and everything. It was just really really good. It, actually, it's a funny story because I didn't know this, but Tom got to the top of the monument and he was pretty much crawling around on the, on his hands and knees at the top. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I'm scared of heights." I went, "Tom, you're like six foot five. How are you scared of heights?" <laughs> <laughs> so he had to go back down. Um, but there was people on there that you know. We'd never met a lot of the uh, fans from the UK um, before this trip. So we made friendships and we stuck with those friendships ever since. I mean, I still still chat with, um, you know, like Clive and Jeff and Karen and everybody like that who um, who went before. And we've, we've got like, this bond because it felt like we'd experienced something that nobody else experienced. And we were all kind of, you know, whenever whenever we get a chance to chat, we'll do it. You know, it's 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 a good atmosphere, and you do it, it's it's almost like what the Chiefs say in the locker room. You know, you, you 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 come in as like a player or whatever, and you leave as a family. It's 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 that kind of mindset on this on this hour heads abroad tour. Um, and I mean, I don't want to say too much about the tour because I don't want to I don't want to give any secrets away. But the best part for me for that whole tour was. Um, the tailgate at our head. Mm-hmm. I don't so think legendary. it is. Yeah, it, it is legendary. I th- and that's the only way to describe it because I didn't know what I was going into. I mean, as soon as we, um, we kind of went, you know, uh, I think we got an Uber up to the, uh, a few Ubers actually, there was quite a few, uh, UK fans over there. Um, and as we pulled up to our head, all you could see is just the smoke, the smells, of all the barbecues that's going on and you know we get out and we're just like oh my god this is like this is unreal this is like something we've never seen before we never get anything like that over here yeah. um i know i know the uk games 
the international series they try and put on a tailgate it's not the same is it? it's no. not the same it's very much not the same um and to get that tailgate experience you have to go to arrowhead stadium to do it and uh tom introduced us to a guy called dan joy which i know you guys are already talking to dan as well aren't you about him doing something for the tailgate and and, and getting you in and and making sure that you're all well fed and watered and uh, enjoying your experience and dan was great dan was brilliant he um he, he he really laid on he really laid on a spread to coin a uk term <laughs> he really laid on a spread where it was just like you've never seen the size of these steaks and burgers that you know that, that they were cooking on and, and it wasn't just like one grill it was like multiple grills under about three or four different uh, gazebos um it this thing was a well run well oiled machine it was just food galore drink galore and the, the amount of people that you meet there as well i mean there was a guy who was dressed up in as optimus prime um there was uh cheryl who was pretty much dressed in like the old kind of um uh like an american dress kind of thing and a, and a nice hat and everything like that. and there were just so many I can see it now. I'm walking around the the, the parking lot now at Arrowhead at Lot D, and I'm just thinking, this is unreal. And 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 you've got that beautiful backdrop, that background of Arrowhead, and you just stand there. I'm, I, you'll all do it. All the ones that are going on the trip now, you'll stand there, and you'll probably stand there for a good 10, 15 minutes, going, "I'm actually here." It's a bit like that, you know that. That's Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it's, it's like that meme. It's like that, that's Arrowhead Stadium. I'm stood here looking at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, it is a, just an amazing tour. Um, I mean, I'm going to shut up because you guys are probably going to want to ask questions and stuff like that. But um, I mean, I could go on about the game and and what else we did. But there's there's just too much to throw into one yeah. podcast, to be honest. No, no, I mean, because I. I, I um, I went out on my own two weeks after you guys did. Yeah. Uh, I went to a, a horrible game that we lost against the, the Steelers. And that's kind of my similar um, Arrowhead experience. I, I mean, I just went on my own. Um, and I just thought, I'll see what, I'll see what happens. I had a, I had a kilt on. Um, oh, you'll do well so, there, mate, with so a kilt I was, on. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, mean I, was, I was pretty clearly not a local. And, I mean, I also... So, so when they started, I, got, I went to McDonald's for my breakfast... And I got the Uber out to the station and I, uh, to the to the stadium. And I, I, I was quite early. The parking lot wasn't quite full. Yeah. And I got in the Uber, and I'd had a power and light Saturday night before, so uh, I was I was still coming to, shall we say? And the, the, Uber, the Uber driver, the Uber driver's like, "Have you got everything that you need?" And I was like, "Do you know what, mate? I'm just got my killed. I've got no idea." So he just, got he just my he, put, he pulled over the car, got into the boot of the car, pulled out a beer and gave me a beer. I on the way. I was like, oh, this is like, fine. I was like, I'm going to be okay here. It's fine. So every picture of me going about Arrowhead, or going about the, the, the parking lot, there's just this there's just this blue plastic bag with, with my six with my six pack in the corner. I was like, you can't uh, stay classy, Duncan, stay classy. But that, you saying that there, I mean, even the Uber drivers, they'll actually give you a beer to get you prepared for a tailgate. I mean... That's what everybody's like at yeah. the tailgate in 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 uh, uh, you know not just lot D it's everywhere yeah. the whole yeah. parking lot. I mean, I was walking around. I was thinking I was the bee's knees because I had a, a UK flag wrapped around me. It was kind of tied around my waist, 
and it had the it, it's the UK flag. Some people have probably seen it before, but it's the U, the UK flag with the Chiefs logo in the middle. You know, the arrowhead in the middle, and everywhere where I went with that, people were giving me burgers, they were giving me beers, they were giving me pats on the back, they were come and speak to my wife because uh, she's never spoke to a British person before. You know, it was just. <laughs> Honestly, it was the most surreal experience I've ever ever known, and um, there was a there was a really kind of emotional moment for me when I went over there because during that time I was doing videos and things like that as like the Brit Chief and stuff on on YouTube and things, and um, you get quite a following because you know if you if you really show interest in the team and you're a foreign person, they welcome you with open arms. I mean, they really do, and. There's a guy called Charlie who came, um, and he he says, I've got you a present. Um, he gave me a box, and I was like, what the heck's in this? And I felt a bit awkward because I I had to go off, and, and uh, we had to we, we got invited to, to hold the American Stars and Stripes on the field um, during the game, like pre-game, you know. And we had to go and practice, and I was like, oh, I'll be back in a minute. Just leave it there. So I felt a bit, a bit awful, really, because I thought he's 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 giving me something here. I don't know what it is, what it is, but um, and I, I've kind of just like kind of thrown him off, you know, like shunned him off, kind of thing. <laughs> but he stayed, bless him. Um, after our kind of um, you know flag ceremony uh, kind of taster session, you know, let's call it that. Um, and when I came back, he was still there, and he gave me the box, and it was a signed Tony Richardson jersey. Oh, and it was it was like you know obviously the Reebok uh, the Reebok jersey and everything like that and I was like oh my god you can't give me this he says no no he's, my dad had it before he was one of his favorite players and uh, and you know I I, I I love the passion that you bring in your videos and about the Chiefs and everything I want you to have it I've still got it to this day um, and I can't ever part ever part with it because it was such an emotional I was I started filling up there's a video of me around somewhere I was crying like a child I was honestly I was like oh my god this is like I couldn't believe the generosity of, of of Chiefs fans and especially Charlie a big shout out to Charlie if he's listening to this um, I'm getting quite emotional thinking about it now to be honest um, but that is like what you were saying about the Uber driver is they'll make sure that you have a good time they'll make sure you have it and, and make sure you have everything you need I mean, absolutely. I'll let, I'll let Neil talk in a second because he's got a lot more arrowhead experience than than. Oh, yeah, than all of us. But that was like kind of when you get there, like I find it really difficult explaining to anyone back home what it's like without just falling down a cliche trap. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It is. It's just smoke and smells and noise and folk playing cornhole everywhere. Cornhole, yes, everywhere. Yeah. You can't. You can't walk. Like you say, when as soon as, as soon as folks know that you've travelled so far for a game, you can't walk in without someone to say hi and chat for ten minutes, you know, hear why you're there, where you've come from, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's it, it, like you say, it's a really special experience, and no one can. Like you can't. Like it sells itself. We're not egging it up. For anyone, if anyone's on the fence about sort of looking into coming over with us, but you know, we're not, um, however, however, however much we sound like we enjoyed it, it's twice and three times that because words can't really do it that much justice. 
yeah, it's not just five people in a parking lot and we're just like really hammering it up. It's not. It's not that at all. It's definitely it's not, not that. that. Um, but yeah, but Neil's been over. He, he goes over every week. It seems does Neil. Um, <laughs> once, once or twice. Once, or, once twice. or twice. Yeah. But 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 saying that, it's like it gets in your blood, doesn't it? It does. Um, it's, it's such an experience. Actually, that, that, one story about you, Brad. Right, I was, I was yeah. there one time and I was chatting to a guy uh, while we were tailgating, and he was, like, "Oh yeah, you're from the UK. Oh, that's great. Yeah." He says, oh, I, I, "I listened to this guy on YouTube." I'm like, "All oh, right, yeah. Who's that then?" Oh, he's called the Brit Chief. You know him? I was like, yes, I know him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can't get away <laughs> from I him. I love his stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So you, you're rightly famous over there. <laughs> But, you know, I feel a bit like, awful t- that I don't do many of the tailgate. videos now. <laughs> well, you're letting your fans down. What can I say? Well, I know. Well, that, that, that's well. the thing. It's, it's it's just finding time at the minute with uh, with work that I I mean, I, obviously, I work during the day. I'm not just just permanently the Brit chief all the time, but um, working during the day, and then um, we've got Arrowhead Pride. It it will be a weekly show eventually when the when the um, the season's up and running. But at the minute, it's just like a couple of weeks. But I know if I start doing more videos, I'll want to just start doing the videos and the podcasts again. And I'm like, oh, God, I can't, I can't, I can't cram it all in. I can't physically cram it all. In. I'd love to. I'd love to do it full time. If uh, if Pete Sweeney's listening from our head pride, I'd love to do this full time. Thirty million, million a year. Thirty million. <laughs> I'll do it for twenty nine. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I think one thing I would say about the the game experience is if you've been to Wembley. It's nothing like that. It's it's like Wembley on steroids on drugs, drunk. Um, it, it's just like Wembley has so many neutral fans there, and you just don't get the the like ninety five percent home crowd at the games to make all that noise. And you know, if you think Wembley's like Wembley's not a patch on Arrowhead. No. Um, even when the Chiefs were there in what was it twenty fifteen or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's still there's just so many neutrals there, but like yeah. when you're in KC at Arrowhead, there's just it's just a wall of noise. You know, you you get into the third quarter and like the game's close and uh, the opposition's got the ball and it's a big third down. It's deafening. It really is deafening. Oh, it's unreal, mate. I mean, 2015 was my f- real kind of first time I ever experienced an, a, a live game. I mean, um, I've been a Chiefs fan for about. Uh, three or four years prior to that but only ever watched them on TV so when they came over in 2015 I thought now's my chance to go and see them in the flesh and I had a great time don't get me wrong it was a great experience um, you know going to see Wembley and, and seeing uh, an NFL game on uh, you know on the on the hallowed turf kind of thing it was it was very surreal watching that but I really enjoyed it and I thought if this is what a game's like in America I want to go over there mm-hmm. so obviously when we had the the Arrowheads Abroad tour um in 2017 i thought that i was i thought i was armed ready to expect a similar kind of experience nothing prepares you for the experience that you have at arrowhead nothing does um there's other fan bases that will say that they tailgate harder or they they have a better experience in the stadium or anything like that it's all rubbish don't listen to it because arrowhead is it's just light years ahead um and it's it's like i said it gets in your blood and you just want to go back and uh you know you guys going back in the arrowheads because i i mean (laughs) i want to go back as well but 
uh, I've been invited to go back over Thanksgiving, and that's kind of thrown a spanner in the works because I wanted to go on the the one the Arrowheads Abroad one as well because I had such a good time. And Duncan's been trying to get me to go to both. <laughs> yeah. but, like I said, you're getting like you're getting cocked to the game, right? I'm tempted. You're getting, getting cocked to the game uh, at, um, at Thanksgiving, right? So technically, that trip is saving you money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're getting accommodation. You're getting your food. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure Pete Sweeney listens to this, so just give Brad a raise. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty nine million. <laughs> so I can come over more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it 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 will be good. I mean, if I can, I'll. Uh, the thing is, I'm gonna I'm gonna really kind of shoot myself in the foot here for this raise from Pete Sweeney, but it's not about the money; it's about the annual leave. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough annual ringing leave. Sick. At the ringing sick. <laughs> ringing sick. Yeah. Ringing sick, but then get pictured yeah. in, seen, uh, in our head with Twitter, a beer. Right? You know that you think you can stay off Twitter for two, three days. <laughs> Are there just historical photos from the last time? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> reminiscing about yeah. times gone by. Photos yeah. why, why does it say live in the bottom corner, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so Neil, you've done you've done loads of NFL stages. How many? Uh, Without, without the brag, I don't, I don't mean this is to, to brag, but how many of the American stadiums have you been to? About half of them, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, put your unbiased hat on, you know, how, how does the tailgate in Arrowhead rank? Oh, it's streets ahead, even with my unbiased hat on. Um, for stadium atmosphere, the only one that came close to it, and never will now, was Oakland. I went to Oakland ah, twice, and... That was incredible, mainly because one of the two times I went and wore a Chiefs jersey and just took three hours plus of absolute solid abuse from everybody bar one person around me. And like we were seven or eight and oh at the time and they were like two and five or something. And they were just hurting, oh, you suck, you guys are shit. And I'm going like, just, we're winning this game and look at our record. How, how do we suck exactly? That's just, that's just nuts. Uh, Oakland was a real experience. Good enough that I went back again a, a second time, but didn't wear a jersey the second time because I, I bottled that. Um, but tailgating point of view, no, there's nothing, nothing I can think of that compares. No, I, I nothing. Mean, in fact, to be honest, nothing even comes vaguely close. I mean, there's there's stadiums like, you know, like the the new SoFi one, um, the, the new Raider Stadium. I mean, they look incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's, I don't know. There's like an atmosphere about. I, I love an old stadium, like a, as one of our football stadiums. I love an old stadium with steep stands that are on the like right on the pitch, so you you know you feel close. Yeah. You know, even even if they're not huge, you kind of you generate a noise and an atmosphere. I think there's, there's kind of something. I think Arrowhead has has a special is something, as well. You kind of just. You just feel, I mean, and by the time I got in, like, my, we'll speak about kind of the rest of the weekend as well, but I'd had such an awesome weekend. I got there on a Friday, got there on Friday night, late Friday night, had a day out Saturday, great time. I mean, I, uh, everyone knows I hate the Steelers, but I had a great time with Steelers fans, you know, out and about in the town on Saturday night. They were great. By the time, you know, the tailgating was just wonderful. By the time the game started, I was just—I just don't really care. Like, it doesn't like doesn't there's nothing that can happen in the next three hours that can that can put a down on this. Yeah, 
Nothing. It was just uh, the whole the whole thing was great, and the game the game was shit. We lost. We were two 0 down to a safety at one point. It was crap. Um, but it didn't matter. Not not in the grand scheme of things. Um, it was just just a wonderful experience. Oh, it is. It, it it's like I said. I've not experienced anything like it since, and that's why I want to go back. I I really want to go back and experience it again, and especially when. It's it's strange as well because even though it's been a few years since we've been, obviously twenty seventeen is a good few years ago now. You still build up these friendships. Um, like I said, whoever goes on the trip, you will build up friendships from the UK and from over in America as well because they're just so friendly. Um, just special people in Kansas City for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Just really, just something else. The, it, the the thing that got me with them is. They were more interested in about us than kind of what we were interested about them. And we were very interested about them anyway because, like I said, it's a foreign country. We we were over in America and, and, like I said, it was my first time in America. And trying to get the grips with... Um, it, it, normally in a, in a country, you're trying to get the grips with a culture and you, you it takes you a good few kind of days, doesn't it? Especially when you go abroad on holiday or something. Yeah. You know, if you go to Italy or something, you have a bit of a different culture and stuff. But I felt with America, I just fit straight in. That's what I felt. You, you see so much of it, though. Like yeah. With the movies and TV and whatever. So you see familiar. so much from America. That helps with that kind of... It just feels like so familiar because you've seen so much of it. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's what you feel. I think because you've seen it on TV a lot, you know, you watch the games all the time and stuff. And, and, and to see people enjoying it as much as you're going to enjoy it, um, and they know you're enjoying it because you know they see they just see the amazement on your face. They're very proud of of stunned foreigners. <laughs> I think that's what it comes across as. I think they I think they find a foreigner and then they just think, right, let's just, let's just watch him for a few minutes because he's either going to be looking at the stadium for the next half an hour, thinking I'm here, wow, I'm here, or he's going to be just wandering around in absolute amazement, thinking why have I got five hamburgers in my hand and why have I got 12 beers in my back pocket? It's it's just, like I said, it's just something else. And, and that's before you even get into the game. Yeah. And like I said, I mentioned before, we did the, we did the stars and stripes on the field. This, this thing was huge. It was like a massive flag in the shape of America. Um, and when we got asked to, would you, you know, would you British folk hold our amazing stars and stripes? Because obviously we kicked your book, your backsides back in 1776 or whatever it was. Um, they, uh, they were very happy for us to hold the stars and stripes. <laughs> I think they were rubbing it in a little bit. But when we stood on that field and you hear home of the chiefs bellowed out, I was stood on the 20 yard line. I was holding men on part of the flag. <laughs> And when the home of the Chiefs bellows out, it honestly, it the goosebumps, I don't think I've ever replicated it since. The goosebumps that I felt then and the hairs stood up on the back of my neck, um, just thinking, Oh my god, this is this is the experience of a lifetime. This is just you know and, and there's a picture of us all from our heads abroad. Um there was a guy there who took a load of photos of everybody holding the flag, and we got some cracking photos. Didn't get one of me though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a zoomed out shot, but it's, which is pretty good, and I'm looking up at the um, looking up the at the kind of jumbotron at the top, you know, like the uh, the, the oval jumbotron things that we've yeah, got yeah. at the top, and and I'm looking up at it in, in amazement, thinking it, it, it is that 
my God, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's, <laughs> that, it's, it's that feeling. It, it is. It's that kind of like surreal sensation that you have. And I've got a funny story, actually. When we, when we were coming off the field, it was my job uh, to, I, because I was at Maine, I was at the front of the flag. So I had to kind of lead the flag off the field, but I had to give it like a pull as I'm walking along. And I'm really kind of, you know, pulling away at this 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 flag and everybody's still in this stunned state obviously they're all looking around trying to soak in all the atmosphere of what they could see um and as we were walking back up the tunnel uh, i could see jeff and it was jeff i think it might have been jeff yeah um jeff has this real like, even more of a stunned face on him uh, as we're walking up the tunnel and i've got my back going up the tunnel and we got it into the storage area and I, I said, what were you looking at before? You said, I said, you look like your mouth had dropped open. And he was like, you just blanked Patrick Mahomes. You've just walked past Patrick Mahomes <laughs> in the tunnel. I was like, you're joking me. He's like, no, 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 you blanked him. You completely, I was like, he said, I, I saw him. I says, I wonder what you were looking at. He says, he's, he's quite big lad, like, he's a big lad. <laughs> so, yeah, so I blanked Patrick Mahomes. That's my, um, that's my claim to fame. So, whatever happened to him, eh? Yeah. Well, this is it. I think that I think he, well, Jeff jokes actually to me saying uh, he says, uh, "Do you think he plays better because he feels as though the Brit Chief blanked him?" Oh, <laughs> just to prove inspiration, it, just yeah, to yeah, prove he himself. Does, he, does like, he does like a chip on his shoulder. That's it. You, I was like, you unleashed that. Yes, that Where, was. Where's it. that meme of him taking <laughs> notes? He's like, yeah, Tim Cox. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> aside from the the game day experience, we've got. Um, in Kansas City, it's a it's a great place to visit. Anyway, like you say, yeah. like there's um, the war Muse- um, the war memorial, uh, and the museum, um, Union Station is beautiful. Oh, Union Station is stunning. Yeah. Um, Power and Light, which is another thing that's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> Do you know what? Just, I have a, like I have a, a confession. I didn't actually get to Power and Light on it because the guys were going to the first going there on the first night, and and I think it was me and Dave. You know Dave Barnett. Yeah. Um, he also did the uh, the podcast Now Heads Abroad, and and me and Dave were jet lagged, <laughs> so we stayed in the hotel while everybody else went out in the Power and Light, and they came back with some amazing videos. Right, listeners, um, just find Brad on social media and have at it. Yeah, that's, that's unacceptable. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm making sure when I go back this time, I'm doing that. I'm doing Power and Light because it looks so much fun. I I went to the Boulevard Brewery, um, oh, which was amazing. I went in. So here's, here's my story. I, um, I was kind of a bit like like you say, kind of flew. I think my my trip out was like twenty three hours door to door. Had about six hours sleep, and kind of you just have to power through because you're there for the weekend. So I'm kind of going a little bit on adrenaline, coffee something and I was kind of wandering looking lost uh, and the security guard in the shopping set the Crown Plaza I think it is is that right yeah um, that's right he's, I was like I'm, I'm looking for this barbecue place this could be my first barbecue so then he um, he's like I'll get you I'll take you there so we walked for about 15 minutes he took me about a mile door to door never this guy to, yeah to make sure I got in because like, you're not going to because you're up over train lines and it's confusing and as we're going in these two Steelers fans in front of me clocked the accent and I like, just got chatting to them and then they bought my lunch. Wow. <laughs> great, honestly, it's a great day. And then after that, I went on to the Boulevard Brewery Tour and I thought, right, I'm going to have to have a, I'll have a beer, have a beer. 
And I saw everyone had these tiny little cups of beer, tiny little glasses of beer. And I had a wee bit of time to wait before my tour, so I thought, I'll just get a couple to try. Because I just assumed, I couldn't see anyone without a tiny little glass of beer. That's what they sold, like a little tasty thing. I don't know. I was, I was dazed and confused. So I ordered two. Turns out I got two pints of 7% beer <laughs> to have in about half an hour before the tour. I was like, oh, Christ, this is... Uh, right, in for a penny and all that. So that, that was a set-off to my Saturday night. Um, but yeah, it's... it's as, as a place it's well it's well worth a visit um we'll yeah we'll, we'll tick off as many highlights as we've got we've already arranged with the chiefs to get a tour of the stadium um with mike davison who i think is the uh, team's official historian the since since again just another reason to go mm-hmm. since the 2017 tour um the locker rooms have been redone the hall of honor has been redone um all well worth a visit. So we're going to sort that out. Brad spoke earlier about sort of making friendships and, and connections and keeping them going. Um, Nita, who is uh, a well-loved friend of the group, oh, um, she's done, she's done so much for her. Yeah. I've never personally met her. I've chatted to her online. Um, a fair bit she's done loads to help us out. Um, we're going to go for a barbecue at her house, which I, I guess you guys did last time as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nita, Nita's like the sister you've never had, Nita. She's just brilliant. Uh, Nita and Terry, big shout out to them too because um, they really rolled out the red carpet for us. Um, we, it was after the game, I think it was. Um, and Nita invited us all over. I mean, honestly, you, when you think there's so many UK Chiefs fans all piling into uh, a minivan that she put on. She, she hired a minivan, I think it was, and picked us all up from the stadium. Uh, I mean, she was at the stadium anyway, but she um, she picked us all up and drove us to. Uh, actually, it might have been the night before, or the night after. I can't remember now, but it was. She drove us to her house, and the house is like. Honestly, mate, I can still picture the house now. It's, it's how I expected, a house in America to just be out of the way, in like this kind of forested area. Lovely drive up with these like like white picket fences and white fences leading up to uh, to all these different houses, you know. And the houses are so spaced out. I think a neighbour was like a mile or two away. <laughs> um, and we went in. I mean, no idea what we were going to expect. And uh, out the back, she had this huge fire pit. This fire pit was massive. I've never seen a fire pit like it. Big stone walled fire pit, and it had like. I don't think it had logs in it. It had trees burning in it. It was that big. <laughs> it was huge. Um, and that fire pit is actually where I have, I tried my first ever s'more. Uh, and I'd heard about s'mores so many times on movies and stuff. And, and I was like, what is a s'more? And I kept calling it a s'more because I didn't know what it was. I, I, I think I heard Sean Connery saying it, so I was calling it a s'more. <laughs> uh, and she kept laughing at me saying it. I was like, wait, why, why am I saying it wrong? She says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's it's a small. It's because you always want some more small. I was like, oh right, I didn't know that's where it Is came right? from. Yeah, that's but that's oh, where right, it came from. Every yeah. day school day. And she says, right, come on then. She says, so grab a stick. So I grabbed a stick and she she put them one of these. Honestly, the marshmallows over there knock socks off ours. <laughs> honestly, these marshmallows are huge. Um, and you toasted a marshmallow over this 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 fire pit from hell. It was like you know, it was, it was just raging fire on it. Um, and she says, right, take it over to the table when you've got it toasted to what you want and put uh, put a cracker down, put a slab of chocolate. It was, a, it was a particular style of chocolate. I can't remember what it was now. Was it 
Graham's chocolate, something like that. Um, and then you put your marshmallow on it, and then you squish another uh, cracker on the top of it. And mate, it is the best thing I've ever tasted. Well, it was uh, phenomenal. Um, and they were brilliant hosts. We were there. We didn't feel as though we were overstaying our welcome or anything. And um, you know, beers were flowing, music was on. Um, she even had some friends over some of her neighbors from a you know a mile or two over who wanted to come over and speak to some british people <laughs> because they'd never spoken to british people ever apparently um and it was it was just brilliant and then at the end of the night she handed out these t-shirts that said i toasted i, I got toasted at terry and nita's <laughs> yeah, i think I've, I've seen them i'm, I'm, I'm jealous um, yeah i yeah, they, yeah. honestly they're phenomenal they're really good um and i think everybody who got one still kept it as a memento yeah, because it was, she was lovely she was, as, as soon as we kind of hinted that we were coming over she was um in the dms offering oh, all yeah. manner of helping to host us so we'll be delighted to go there as well and uh I think we've got five or so minutes left and um, we've lost Neil so um, we'll plug on hopefully this all still works but we've gone 40 minutes we've barely spoken about barbecue oh um, we're going to talk about now, barbecue man. I I understand that you have more connections in America than we have and you need to protect them so I won't ask you what your favourite was <laughs> I know that's not fair but just just talk a bit about the barbecue the barbecue, yeah. Um, we we actually tried um, one of them, uh, which I think it was Pete Sweeney recommended to Tom, um, and it was Charbar, which is actually in the main city. Uh, it's not out in the sticks anywhere. And um, Charbar is that that was my first ever experience of barbecue, uh, Kansas City barbecue, and I must admit it was it was brilliant. It was really nice, um, and it was very surreal though because. While we're all eating these, you know, we're tucking into these burnt ends and we're looking, you know, we're tucking into our cheesy corn and stuff. I, I actually asked a stupid question to the waitress as well. Very British. Um, and I saw it on the menu. I was like, what's what's cheesy corn? She says, yeah, it, it's cheesy corn. And I said, what's in it? She went, cheese and corn. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, Thank okay. I, I, think, uh, I think I'll try some of that then, yeah. please. <laughs> Um, and it was brilliant. I think I'll, I will say that the cheesy corn in char bar is the best. I tried it, I tried cheesy corn everywhere else I went, and that I felt was the best at, at char bar. Yeah. Um, but we also tried Q39, uh, we tried, we tried uh, Jack Stacks. Um, I think the Chiefs put that one on actually. I think it was uh, BJ Kissel and uh, Matt, uh, Matt McMullen, who uh who arranged all that and we actually had a player uh, meet and greet as well it was a former player of the chiefs ted mcknight uh what a guy he was uh ted mcknight um great guy i think we had him on the i think we had him on the arrowheads abroad podcast as well at some point we interviewed him again because he was such an interesting guy and he played in the 80s i think it was as a running back and he was around i think when um i think now then did he play I think he did played in the days towards the end of his career I think he was he, he was on the same roster as um, uh, Derek Thomas um, and what a great guy he, he didn't he did a talk but then afterwards he just wanted to know everything about the UK um, awesome. 
and and how we became fans and stuff. And we would we would want to ask him questions. Yeah. <laughs> he came, he's like, you don't want to hear that. You want, I want to hear about what you guys do. And it, it, honestly, it was it was it was really really kind of like I, I keep saying this word all the time, but it was surreal. It was very strange. And and the barbecue there was very nice as well. Actually, Jack's back's very nice there. Um, but I think the burnt ends at Q thirty nine win it for me. I had a, uh, I think I had a burnt end sandwich or something like that at, at Q39. And when you say sandwich, I mean, we have a sandwich over here. It's two slices of bread. Over there, it's like yeah, yeah. to the max. Yeah, yeah. My, um, I, I had, unreal. Uh, my my, my favourite barbecue was, was the Z-Man sandwich at Joe's. That, See, I haven't had one life, of them. Life-changing. life-changing. Do, it, do you know, I saw you tweet that the other day saying it's life-changing. And yeah. I thought... Is it really that good? Now I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna make sure when I'm over there next time, I'm gonna make sure I get a Z-Man because yes. I hear about it all the time and it can it be can it be really life changing? Well, I felt it was and <laughs> the, fr- the the fries as well. Like, oh, I don't know what it's like for for folk in America or other places, but I think it's a it's a, it's a well established fact here that Five Guys fries are the daddy. Yes, yeah. sort, of, sort of burger takeaway, fast food fries. But um, Joe's fries, I'll whip them. Absolutely really? Kick them. Yeah, I, I felt so life changing. Oh, I'm gonna have to try it yeah. now. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, I get the, the last point I think I want to make. Um, you, you kind of touched on it before. Um, just just the people in Kansas City are awesome. You know, we will feel so welcome when we when we go over. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of sport and I guess our football, soccer here. Is is really tribal in the same in, a, in the same way that American football is, mm-hmm. but there's there's a strange it's not strange just the, the fandom here is very much based on geography. You yeah. know, you you're meant to support the team that's local to you, and mm-hmm. if you don't, it's sort of weird and people look at you a bit sideways, and that counts <laughs> both ways. That counts for if you're like so I'm in Edinburgh, if you're a kind of a, a, someone from Edinburgh, you support like a Glasgow team in Scotland. By the same way, as if you're um, like an outsider in a city and mm-hmm. support the team, you kind of you're never quite. It's, it's always viewed as different to someone who's grown up in it. I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. There's there's people I know who are like live up here in the northeast of England. Newcastle and Sunderland are kind of like your your local clubs, but yeah. you get like Manchester United fans, Chelsea fans, Manchester City fans, yeah. and they always looked on a bit like. Are you, are you are you right in the head? You know, yeah. I never I never felt like that when you're over. Like people are like, so you're not from around here, no. But you're Chiefs fan, yeah. That's fine. You're one of us. Yeah. You know, it kind of yeah, there's, no, there's no none none of that sort of um, gatekeeping or anything like that. Um, we will be made more than welcome everywhere we go. Um, and I hope that, um, like you say, I hope that we make friends. The lasting friends that, that that you guys did. I think you will. I think it's inevitable you will do. Um, because, um, like I said, you know, a, a group of that size, it gets the attention. It's weird. It it it, it does. It really gets yeah. the attention. And I mean, even if you like me, who was wandering around with a Union Jack strapped to his back, you do you do get the attention. Yeah. Um, that you know, people want to they want to know you they, because you seem like an interesting person they want to know your story i think that's the that's the key thing with kansas cityans they want to know your story um as much as you want to know their story they really want to know about you and it was strange because i mean if you think about it 
this was like 2015 well, 2017 was obviously two years before the Chiefs actually won the Super Bowl and we were always going to be like the whipping boys we were never going to win the Super Bowl it was always that was always the chatter wasn't it but you know they the the, the, the fans over there were like great you're a Chiefs fan I was like yeah yeah Chiefs fan he's like why why are you a Chiefs yeah, fan why? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. You well, can't give him an answer. You can't. No, it, it no, was no, just no, like, it, it just, I don't know, it's just in me. It's just weird. But yeah, but yeah, yeah and you, nothing's going to change it, is it? That's, the, that's it. You that's can't change your colours, mate. No, you can't. You can't. Right. These colours don't run. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. We, uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a bleeding red joke in there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't make it elegantly. Anyway, listen, um, Brad, I think I've taken up much of your time. Um, we will we'll sign off there. Thank you very much for coming on and sharing your um, your stories, and hopefully it's uh, it's convinced uh, a few more people to, to join up. Yeah. Um, if you are interested, drop us a line. Um, admin at com. Find us on any of the social medias. We're kcchiefs underscore uk on Twitter. Arrowheadsabroad on Facebook and Instagram. I don't understand TikTok, so don't go there. Um, <laughs> Like I say, week five, Monday Night Football, Chiefs, Raiders, um, you'll have a great time. Give us a shout and we'll, um, we'll hopefully hook you up. But um, until next time, from one kingdom to another, thank you very much. Bye.